Hey, Punkrockers! Do you like bands like Voodoo Glow Skulls, The Willem Scream, Mute, Implant, Darko, Police, Cigar, Tsunami Bound, Big Ten, The Kids Table, Adrenalize, Friends All Rump, Dead by Stereo, Belvedere, Bracket, Dead Fucking Last, Much the Same, and many more? Are you obsessed with band merch like I am? <laughs> if yes, press pause on this episode and go on EpicMerchStore.com. They offer t-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, hats, and kids merch for more than 230 punk rock, ska, metal, and hardcore bands from all around the world. And they now have mugs. Yeah, wow, the coffee's gonna be great. Go get your merch at EpicMerchStore.com. Hello beautiful punk rock humans, welcome to the Punk Rocket Show episode 40. My name is Emilie Plamondon, I live in Quebec City in Canada, I'm French-Canadian and I'm honored because I'm your host. Today is another big episode. I'm gonna present you the great chat I had with Anthony and Jason from the band Tired Radio from New York City area. I will also make your repugmentation for the band Another One Down from Rhode Island and you're gonna have some punk rock news. And that's gonna be fun. Let's go. Salut les punks! Hello my dear friends! I hope you are doing amazing today. I'm feeling great! It's Saturday morning, I had a big coffee, I have full of energy, I'm going to record some vocals at my friend's place later today. So I'm just excited and I'm gonna have a lot of fun recording this episode for you. I had a good week since the last episode. Uh, last Wednesday I did the merge for my friends of Hipshot. I repunkmented you this band a few weeks ago. They are good friends of mine. I love their grunge punk music. So they were playing at a pretty big venue. They were opening for the band The Damn Truth from Montreal. I didn't know that band before. They are playing amazing like rock music. And the singer has such a powerful voice. Give me a hell yeah. Hell yeah, that was a lot of fun. And I was pretty proud that the two bands were female fronted even if I hate to use <laughs> this expression you won't hear me saying this expression a lot because a band is a band but I really like to see women on the stage yeah I'm also super stoked because my friends from the band Our Darkest Days just released a great melodic fast skate punk album called Snakes and Ladders. And on the album, they invited Gear from Adhesive, Etienne Dion from Mute, and also Steve from Belvedere. This is a standoff as guest vocals. They also invited my friend Valérie for some very nice piano parts at the end. So yeah, good job, guys. Bon travail. I'll have a lot of news for you at the end of the show. And I just realized that punk rock is doing great these days. Punk is definitely not dead. And I got proof for you because we're going to listen to the repunkmentation of the day. Repunkmentation. Okay, okay. Wow, wow. 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 I made a great discovery for the band Another One Down with an exclamation point. <laughs> they are from Rhode Island. They've been together since 2014. They are playing great mix of pop punk and melodic punk rock. They just released their debut full length, A Bitter Descent. They also released a lyrics video for their amazing song, Dead Weight. Ah, I'm addicted to the little riff in this song as well as the vocals. Yeah, it's so good. So, 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 so good. Let's listen to that now. <laughs> 
for the show if they had any suggestions for guests some specific bands specific topics and a lot of you are requesting more interviews with smaller bands and also some bands I repunkment you and I think it's a great idea because you know it's a lot of fun to interview like Jesse Michaels of Operation Ivy or Scott Shiflets from Face to Face but one of my mission on earth <laughs> is to make people discover great bands from all around the world. So I hope you'll take the time to discover Tired Radio because I had such a great conversation with Anthony and Jason about the history of the band, their many influences, the scene in New York City in the early 2000s. Uh, we also talked about mental health. It's such an important topic and I really want to talk more about that on the show. We also talked about their upcoming tour in Germany, the new music video because it's so good and during the interview you're gonna hear the song send to hospital that we can find on their ep patterns i'm so in love with this ep you're also gonna hear the last single monsters during the interview enjoy interview. so tell me about how you formed the band and your personal music taste Yeah, um, well, like you said, you can hear like a lot of different influences in our music. And it's, I think it's a lot because there's, there are so many, like I personally um, have a super eclectic music taste. Like, you know, my main love is, is punk. It's always been punk, um, you know, growing, growing up on all different kinds of punk mm -hmm. too. Um, but I also like grew up on like new metal and... Ah. And, and hip hop and like, you know, 90s alternative stuff. And I think like, I don't know about the hip hop, but you hear like a lot of these different influences come, come through in my summer. You know, like I love folk music too. Like I love I hear so a much. lot of folk in your music. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I love to, I mean, to, I spent the whole day today, just like kind of having a little folk jam in my apartment all day. So, um, yeah, I think you get a lot of, of that in my music. I mean, um, like, Main influences, uh, it's it's tough. I like, I would say my. It's so hard when someone asks me like my favorite band. I'm just like I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> But like, um, I definitely grew up on a little bit more of the or geared towards more of the emo side of things, like with oh, American yeah. football and Cats and Jazz. Anything that the Cancelo family did was like a huge thing for me. 
uh, owls and all that stuff. Um, but then like we're from Long Island. So mm-hmm. like we grew up with all like taking back Sunday and uh, brand new who we ah, shouldn't be mentioning anymore. Yeah. I, mean, I love them too. Um, but yeah, all, you know, all of those Long Island emo punk bands were like, they they were our shit growing up. I mean, I, yeah. Jay was into that shit too. But he was like, you know, he played in the ska band, and I also loved ska too. Like growing up, like oh. Catch Twenty Two. Yeah. yeah, actually, I saw you had um uh one of the guys from Dixie and the Kids Table uh-huh. on, uh, on the show. So the, their trombone player Logan, uh, when I was in high school in Long Island, we played in a ska band together. It's, oh, it's wild to see him come so far. It's, it's amazing. I'm. So like proud of him for still doing it. I was curious because you're from New York and because it's still your local scene, but it's New York, so it's huge. So it's not like in uh, Quebec yeah. City where uh, my local, my first local influences were guys that were on the same high school or the same college, and we right. were. It's yeah. a small, big city in Quebec City. So how was it? Uh, did you have some? Um, I don't know, close contacts with them, even if it's New York. I don't know if I'm. If my question is yeah, well, understandable. We, yeah, it makes total sense. We, uh, uh, we're, we're, we weren't raised in, in the city. So we, were, we grew up on Long Island, which is, uh, you know, it's like a suburb of New York City. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, a, it's a lot more tight-knit community uh, there than it is, like, here with the bands. The local scene here is kind of just, like, There is no local scene. Because like you yeah. said, it's, it's, you know, it's a huge, it's a, the city's too big. But growing up on Long Island, it's like a different story, you know? Like, uh, especially the time that we were coming up, everyone was like, like you had this, like, punk community. Mm-hmm. And every all your friends were a part of it. And, yeah. you know, uh, everybody knew each other. It was just like, it was, it was fucking awesome. It was a family. It was, you know, a beautiful, a beautiful place to be. Oh. But, like, Bands like like that we mentioned, like Taking Back Sunday and stuff, uh, and Brand New. They were they they were kind of a little, I think, ahead of us. Mm-hmm. Like we never, we weren't. Real, I, I I don't know those guys personally or anything. But okay. um, you know, I remember the highlight of my life when I was like fifteen uh, or sixteen was Jesse Lacey had mentioned like someone brought my high school band up to him. And he was like, oh, cool, I want to meet them. And that was, like, quoted in the high school newspaper. Oh. And I, like, framed that and put it on my wall. I was like, oh, fucking brand new knows who we are. Ah. We've made it, you know, this is huge. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it, it was a really a really awesome scene that we had, at, 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 like, living in the suburbs, you know, because there, there was nothing else to do. Like, you were either... exactly fucking doing doing drugs and causing shit or you were like playing punk music you know yeah. and like playing shows and building community and stuff so it was beautiful to yeah. mention local scenes i want to give a shout out real quick yeah. to a band from quebec city or montreal I, I i my i don't know how it all works um but do you know the band blurry eyes no not really okay oh It, I they reached in they slid into our DMs recently um and were telling us how much they liked the record and um oh, really I started listening to them and I've fallen in love with them. I they've become quickly one of my favorite bands right now. So 
uh yeah shout out to they just released a new single shout out to them they're, they're, they're really great <laughs> I'm gonna check them for sure. Oh. Yeah, check them out. Check them out for sure. Yeah, interesting. It's funny wow. though because you, you make a good point about like the the proximity of like where we mm-hmm. grew up in New York City. We're about like a 45 minute drive out, but the scenes are so drastically different. Yeah, where Tony was saying, oh. like, you know, like there was more of a community vibe, a big one, on Long Island, and you know that was in the early 2000s. When Tony and I started playing, and it still, it still exists, it still exists. Yeah, it's sure, it died down for a bit, right? And it, it, uh, it's coming back, but also, you know, that, that that wave that we were in, that first or second wave, it's like everybody got older, and the ones that stuck with it moved out to the city. Like Tony and I have been here like ten to fifteen yeah, years, yeah, twelve years, yeah. So it's um, you know, you still have those Long Island influences in those bands that are big out here, like um, I am the Avalanche. You know, they were the movie life, and we used to go see them on Long Island all the time. So you see, like, that Long Island influence in, you know, and you network with, with these, these bands, and it turns out, like, you all grew up on Long Island, you know? So Yeah, exactly. It's so cool, like, kind of running into people like that. I, I always joke about Long Island. You can go anywhere in the fucking world, and you're going to meet someone from Long Island. Like... <laughs> We are everywhere. Like Long Islanders are just like, um, our drummer, Kevin just went on a honeymoon a couple of months ago. And the, his first day he gets into Costa Rica and he's like in the hotel and he meets this guy and, uh, you know, they're talking music. They have a similar taste in, in music. They're both punkers. And, and the guy's like, yeah, I'm from Long Island. I'm going to see my, my buddy at this Long Island venue. And, and my drummer was like, what? Like, in Costa Rica? Like, oh, yeah. Like, Whoa. Like my band, my band is from Long Island, you know. So there's, yeah, there, there's, there's Long Island everywhere you look. <laughs> so it's the same problem, like I said. But, uh, Long Island is still a huge local scene. Yeah, I guess that comes full circle. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So you're talking about the bands like Taking Back Sunday, brand new. So it was early 2000. I remember maybe 2004, five. A little before 2000, we graduated high school in 2004. Yeah. yeah. We started playing around like 02, maybe. Yeah, I think it was like 0102. So, but then, not, it was well, entire well, radio at this time. No, <laughs> no, we were in much. No, no, no. no def- definitely not. This was long before I ever uh, played guitar. I was singing for <laughs> a, a really. Uh, questionable punk band we, okay. we weren't very good okay. um but again we were 14 15 years old so we all did expect? that <laughs> we we loved what we did it was a lot of fun but yeah sure. tired radio was definitely not even um not even a, a seed of thought in my brain yet we were from neighboring towns so there was like this um miniature golf place that was like on it in another town and they would hold uh shows there mm. So that's how me and Tony met. His, his band uh, would play with my band there. Oh. And one time, like, they actually got a uh, punchline to play there, which was yes. weird, but cool. Um, and that's how Tony and I met. Um, and we pretty much lost contact, like, around 2004, like, when we both graduated our respective high schools. Mm-hmm. And then, um, when was it? When we bumped into each other in a bar in Brooklyn, like, 2017, 2016. So I, uh, I started writing songs for Tired Radio in like 20, 2016. It's like 
I I bought a guitar. I never played guitar, you know. I bought a guitar. I was like, I want to write songs. Yeah. And I just was like, fuck it, you know. I'll teach myself how to do this thing. Where I'm like in my 30s now, I got nothing to lose. <laughs> so I wrote my first single, "Let Me Down," and Thai Radio started as like a just me. It was like a solo thing, but I was playing everything. And I remember oh. I I recorded my first single, and Jay hit me up on Instagram, if I recall correctly, before we even we met up. Yeah, that, that's definitely how it happened. You were just like, this is great, man. I, you know, if you're looking to put a band together, hit me up. And um, I wasn't looking to put a band together. Like, I had no self-confidence in myself as a musician. I was, like, feeling way too embarrassed to oh, play in front it. of Jay. I was like, yeah, I'll let you know, man. And, like, you know, that never, that, that never uh, came to fruition. But... Then at some point after that, I just was at some dive bar in Bushwick, Brooklyn, and I just ran into Jay just oh. like completely sporadically. And we just started talking about it. And he again brought up like tired radio and how much you liked it. We were both pretty fucking um, drunk and <laughs> you'd be on some other questionable like drugs. You're- but, um, <laughs> Like drunk people <laughs> who started to make weird plans together. Ex- but yeah, exactly. This time exactly. it worked. <laughs> he was like, oh, we should start out. We should open a bar. We should start a podcast. <laughs> it was like, remember, it was uh, like one of the worst nights of my life, too. <laughs> because I had just like recently gotten out of a uh, like toxic relationship. Mm. And I had like found out some other stuff that night. And I just was like off the rails and... and just went wild, and that was the night I ran into Tony. So I thought the next day I was I was like embarrassed of myself because I realized like just how hard I was the night before. And I was like, oh my god, he probably thinks I'm out of my mind, like I'm a psychopath. No, and on the other hand, I was here like I, I had just done some very cheap drugs in the bathroom, oh, <laughs> and I was shit. just like, oh man, that guy probably thinks I'm a fucking idiot, you know? Like oh. I was doing it out of my head. Uh, so. I don't, I don't know that. I think we both were like, ah, I hope that guy doesn't judge me. But in my head, I was like, oh, it's great to see Jay. He, he, he looks like he's doing well. well it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, but it's okay because you already had probably lyrics ideas because of that night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? You use nights as uh, inspiration for, for songs. But oh, it was like, I think maybe two years later, Yeah, about two years later before I finally decided to make Tired Radio like a full band Mm -hmm. thing, you know? Like, Jay and I had that one night where we met in the bar and we kind of just like never spoke after that again. (laughs) Because of shame. I went went into the studio and recorded uh, patterns and then uh, my friend Kevin, who I had drum on it, was just like, let's do this like let's play let's get a band together like let's play and i was like all right let's do it i guess i don't know i i was nervous about it again i feel like very i had never played guitar in front Mm -hmm. of people you know so it was just like i was still very self-conscious about the whole thing and reserved but i hit up jay and i i didn't think he would be interested years have passed and he was just like immediately like yeah, I'm in. Let's let's do this. Yeah. So we worked out, and then um, he had a friend that was also that grew up on Long Island, uh, Ryan, who was our. He, he got him on board to be our original lead guitarist. Um, 
But he ended up um, moving to California, not wanting to do the whole being a band thing yeah. anymore. So it worked out though. We got Chris now, Chrissy Poo. He's our little baby of the group. <laughs> We're all in our mid thirties and he's like 22, I think, or 23. Aww. So, you know, he's, uh, well, I was going to say he's got that young guy energy, but he's like the grandpa. Actually. He falls asleep <laughs> before anything. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then the, the rest is history. Like I released patterns, um, you know, while we were all still kind of trying to work out being a band now, you know, so, so patterns was, was, was me and my drummer, Kevin. Um, yeah. And you... then it was like, we formed a band around that. And, um, it's been amazing to say like the songs yeah. have like transitioned. They, 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 they're a little bit different now because bringing in new people and different elements. And then, you know, all like these newer songs are, are awesome. Like, uh, like I'll do most of the songwriting still, but I'll bring it to the crew and then we'll, we'll flesh them out. And um, it's cool to have, it's cool to not be alone anymore, to be honest with you. <laughs> like yeah. to have that like sole responsibility of just like ah. It brings a new a new way to work because, yeah. like you said, you almost wrote the first EP alone, so it's probably your lyrics, your emotions, and now mm -hmm. it's like, do you think it can be dangerous for some people? Not necessarily you, but like, okay, now it's not just. I'm not the boss of everything anymore. So maybe well, let me get one thing straight. I am the boss. Okay, you're still part of it. That's fine. <laughs> no, it's um, you know, it's it's it, it's an interesting dynamic because yeah, you you make a point. Like I, I try not to attach any ego to, to my songwriting. Mm -hmm. You know, like mm -hmm. a lot of I've met a lot. I mean, I've met a lot of musicians in my life, and unfortunately, ego gets in the way a lot. And I mean, I told everyone from the start, like, I don't want any of that ego bullshit. Like we're yeah. all just, we're all buds making music together. Like, I don't, I, I don't know that, that shit'll kill a band. But so I try not to let that get in the way. Uh, but on the other hand, tired radio, it holds like a special, a very special place in my heart. Mm -hmm. Um, because it, it, it means a lot to me. Like the, these yeah. songs mean a lot to me and starting this whole I, I often, I, it's a little dramatic, but I often say like starting this thing saved my life. So it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, this is, um, this is important to me. And I still do, like, I do all of the lyric writing, mm -hmm. you know, so like all, all of that stuff is very, still very much me, you know, and, and my heart. And, and, but, um, I, I try, I don't, I let these guys like, you know, I asked them the other day, like, Are there any lyrics that make you cringe? <laughs> like, is there anything like I, I want to hear like everyone's input, like and maybe change some stuff up? Oh yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I guess uh, to it, like it's there is like a sort of weirdness being like this didn't form as a band of like four people that got in a room and started a band. It formed as like more of a like I don't know if you listen to like Sincere Engineer, yeah, or um, yeah, yeah. Like, like so, like you know, like how that's like her uh what's her name diana i think uh diana. like it's her project and then she has the band around it it's it's kind of like that like at, mm. at least at this point in our journey um i'm still the predominant songwriter yeah and then we all collaborate from there the thing that i find really interesting is like what the trajectory of the band is going to be like 
so the next record and the next EP is pretty much all written. Yeah. Um, but like, I already have my head on like the LP three. Like, uh, and is that going to be like? How is that going to come? You're come that about? kind like, of musician who already has almost another album written before oh, releasing. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> I, I get it. I'm already like. I, I also second guess everything. Like I'm already like, we, we're just starting to record this, uh, the next record. And I'm like, uh, maybe we should scrap all these songs and like start over again. Uh, and uh, I just, I fucking do that. Like with pattern, our first record, um, yeah. I was like an inch away from throwing the whole thing down the drain. Like <laughs> I was just like, this record sucks because no. like you, you just fucking, listen and listen and listen oh, and listen yeah. over mm-hmm. and over again you know like and the songs start to more like i remember i started hearing things out of tune and like i was like this is garbage this is uh, absolute shit but you got to take a step back a long step back and um you know recalibrate and then i you know you realize oh this is good this <laughs> is, yeah you need <laughs> a, really i think idea. you need a break at some point and listen to it yeah. again uh, five days after and then you're like okay yeah that's fine well i'm happy you didn't throw it away because it's really yeah, good thank you when i listened thank to you. it from the first time i was like oh okay uh and i that's why i wanted to talk about influences because yes i think the um, dominant style is like melodic punk but we we talked a mm. little earlier about some folk influences and i'm not surprised that you you were uh, influenced by taking back sunday brand new i can right. hear a little of monine did you know that band monine uh, yeah you know, of course uh very you emotional yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah monine is uh was definitely big. Uh, our drummer Kevin loves Moni. Oh, I was I, I was familiar with them, but um, I'm more familiar with them now actually because you made that comparison, and I was <laughs> like, oh, I got to go listen to these guys a little more. Um, but it's but it's, it's not it's the crazy same. But, it's just like yeah. like I mean, I also it's like there was the bands like the Casualties, and then bands like Propagandi and Hot Water Music, and yeah. like. like I, I, there's not one subgenre of mm-hmm. punk that I stuck to, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it, uh, like it was just every everything. Like, and I'm still that way. Like, I just love, I love music. Like, I it's like it sounds stupid, I guess, but it's just like if it's what's what's good is good to me, you know. Totally. Like, I don't know. You know what I'm crushing on hard right now? I just discovered. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the band Daughter. But I just nope. discovered, are you familiar with her? No. No? Okay, yeah. She's more like mm, indie indie emo folk <laughs> genre. Really good. Really emotional stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Elena, the songwriter, like she, super emotional. Just bre- breaks me uh, every time I listen to her. But she released a, a record that I just found out about in 2018 under the name X-Ray, E-X. R-A-E. and um it's like a breakup record and it's it's just like crushing i've just been listening to it and just like just let, laying in a fetal position like trying not to die it's like uh. the saddest record it's it's amazing it's so good um so yeah i uh, i definitely my my emotional ass definitely um gravitates towards you know the the more heartfelt 
uh, wow. email stuff for sure, which yeah. I think you'll hear a lot more oh, in our next on record, the next record. Uh, coming out. Oh, and who are you working with? Like, do you do everything DIY or you're having a producer? How does it work? Yeah, we're working this time with uh, Gary Sioni from Crime and Stereo. You know mm. those guys? Yeah, they're they're awesome. They're another Long Island local band that, that I grew up seeing. Um, really pumped to be working with him. He's awesome. Um, we just did pre-production with him on this next record. So with Patterns, we worked with Matt Weber, oh. who was in a band called Young Statues, who I, who I really loved. And um, we kind of just went in there and just cut that record in five days. Like, there was no pre-production... Yeah. There was no, there was nothing. It was like, get in the studio and just fucking start ripping, yeah. you know? Um, wow, this I time around, this. yeah, yeah, it was wild. I also was paying for that myself. And it was just like, I didn't have the money to be fucking paying for pre-production or anything like that. It was yeah. just go. Um, this time around, we, you know, we booked a few days of pre-production before we start recording. So that's been nice. Like, sitting down with Gary and just kind of getting his opinions. It's nice to have like an outside ear on the tracks. And then yeah. he'll be like, ah, do you really need this 10 minute long section here? That let's cut this down and make this better. So he's been, he's been um, a big help there. It's been nice. Yeah, we really loved, um, he, uh, he worked on the latest hot Mulligan uh, EP. That yeah. We, we loved that EP. We thought it was great. So, um, once we heard he'd worked on it, we were like, yeah, we gotta, we gotta check him out. And, you know, the fact that he's got Long Island connection with us, um, and a few of his buddies, like we've always kind of, uh, been friends with, so just seems to work out. Hmm. Nice. And when can we expect it to be released? Uh, <laughs> well, first, first no I've recorded, and then, then I gotta go through that whole, ah, I think we should throw this record in the trash phase. Oh, <laughs> you're in that phase, okay. Um, <laughs> I respect that, but don't do that. <laughs> Let I me hear the, first, at least. <laughs> <laughs> I think the rollout plan is hopefully to have a first single out um, maybe by the end of December, beginning, middle January. Oh. And then... And then another single in February and then drop. I think we're going to do an EP first, like a five or six song EP and then drop the record because we have so many songs. Um, they just won't all fit on a record and I don't want to throw them out. I think they're all really worthy of being mm. released. So um, yeah, I think we're going to do an EP and uh, do not quote me on this. I, don't, I do not know what's going to end up happening. Um <laughs> But I think this is the tentative plan right now is to drop an EP maybe in March 2022 and then um, okay. get the record out either end of 2022, 2023. We're hoping to shop it around at the labels, do that whole thing, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, and are you still working with Engineer Records? Yeah, we have... Um, we have a pretty cool deal with them. It's, it's, it's mostly a handshake agreement, you know, like they've reached out. I sent patterns out to a couple of different labels uh, before I put it out. Oh. And AF records was the first one to respond, oh. which I, as soon as I saw that email, I was, my heart was like pounding. Because, ah, yeah. Oh. I mean, anti-flag, like, are I you know. kidding me? 
Oh. I, <laughs> literally, like I grew up just like yeah. they're one. They're one of my favorite bands, yeah. man. Like I actually got kicked out of high school for like two weeks for wearing an upside down flag on my my cut off denim vest no. with some anti flag lyrics on it. Oh yeah. I was a huge, but I didn't graduate high school. They kicked me out before I could ever graduate. But I, yeah, we could, that's a rabbit hole. If we had more time, we could go down. I did a lot of fuck up shit, but, um, yeah, they, um, they, they, they like called my mom and, and they were like, you know, your son desecrated the flag and oh. all this shit. And they, yeah, I got, did I got they see the, for a little while. For that did end. they see their logo? <laughs> like the broken guns. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not helping either <laughs> not good not good at all there were a few years uh, where they were just always playing New York City like, mm. just like two or three years so it was just so easy to go see them and they're always playing with great bands too so yeah the time at Irving Plaza we just like run down there That's, I saw them at Irving Plaza with fucking no effect yeah. which was like mm. still to this day that was like not even that long ago it was like 2013 or 2014 Um, and still to this day, like that was my first time ever seeing no effect and the lot, their show was insane. Like the yeah. energy, like as soon as they came out, it got, it got real, shit got real fast. Yeah. Like beer bottles were being thrown everywhere. Yeah. And like, I was just like, <laughs> Oh damn, these guys still got it. Like, <laughs> this is awesome. You know? yeah. like, oh wait, my, um, my earphones. Okay, yeah, fine. I, uh. I lost my train. <laughs> yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> Talking about the label. Oh, oh <laughs> right. Engineer. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, AF. AF. And um, I was just enthralled about that. And uh, they were basically like, we really like what we hear. Um, you know, but with COVID, mm. I don't know when we're going to be able to release this, you know. And I was yeah. itching to get it out. Um you know, I had been sitting on these songs. Most of the songs on patterns I wrote, um, in like 2015, 2016, mm -hmm. when I first bought the guitar. So it was like, um, yeah, there, I had been sitting on them for a while. Um, and then engineer reached out and they seemed really awesome. Uh, Dave over there at engineer, he was just like, this, this is right in our wheelhouse. We love what we hear. You know, we're not, There was, there's no obligation to sign any papers or mm. anything like that. Like, you know, we're, we're happy to just support you in any way we can and, and help with pressing the vinyl and yeah. all that. Um, so yeah, that was really cool to have them on board and, um, shout out to Steve from sinking ship records here. Uh, yeah, that's true. he was huge. He helped with yeah. the vinyl so much. Wow. Um, and it, that was like, That was like literally just a dream come true to hold the record in my yeah. hands on, on wax. You It's know, like, like a baby. I, it is. It, it, I don't plan on having kids, so this was my baby. Like, exactly. I was a little upset. <laughs> I posted that shit on Instagram, and you know, like my friends will post their newborn babies on Instagram, <laughs> and people are like, you know, thousands of likes and like congratulations, <laughs> and I'm like, well, where's my fucking congratulations, man? Like, this, this is my baby. Funny. I made this shit. So, oh, yeah. um, it really was, I mean, I remember, I, you know, I got the record in my hands the first time and I literally just fucking cried. It, it was oh, like, I understand. I know, it was such a goal to reach in my life. Like since I was a kid, it was like a dream to have a, my music on, on vinyl. And I remember saying to Kevin in the studio, like, imagine this gets pressed to vinyl. Oh. We were like, that'd be awesome. But I didn't really think it would happen. And it did. So 
you know, that one was really cool. It's really, very really interesting. Cool. And now it's interesting you say that because I made a few weeks ago a special vinyl on my podcast and I asked the listeners, what is your favorite vinyl in your collection? And a lot of musicians told me, I shouldn't say that, but it's my band's vinyl. And I was like, uh, no, yeah, it's, not, yeah, yeah. it's not narcissist or something. It's just true. It's the no, accomplishment. They... It's really like a baby. Cool. Quote it unquote, is. baby. It... <laughs> I mean. <laughs> no, it makes so much sense. It's, you know, I'm sure any anyone who's made music that has had their music pressed to vinyl can relate to that. More feeling, than a digital you know. version, for example. Exactly. It's just something something physical. And it's like well, the first thing that came in were the CDs. And I was like, well, I don't know. This is whatever, you know. But um the the vinyl is a whole different form. It's not even just the vinyl. It's like everything that comes along, like seeing the artwork blown up in its full capacity, yeah. and then the you get the insert that you worked hard on. You get to read all your lyrics <laughs> there on yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. I, I like. I know you're a vinyl collector, and it's just um, like I, I'll mostly listen to music digitally now. But like when I put on a vinyl, I do it to like sit down mm -hmm. and have a drink and like take out the insert and like. You know, it's like a cool listening. The whole experience, experience the whole ritual. Yeah, yeah, I exactly. listen. I don't. Uh, people think I listen to vinyl all day, but no, I listen to vinyl maybe twice a week. Not yeah, that makes sense. When I, mean, I, I like, yeah, when I want to discover band quickly, I listen to digital on my phone, like everyone else. But when I decide that it's my moment. Now I take my vinyl and I'm fully into it. Like so. Yeah, because you need that time, mm -hmm. you know. And you need that time to put on the vinyl, and then I, yeah. I love that you have to fucking flip the vinyl, like because yeah. it's a commitment. It's like you gotta like be there, ready for to, to flip it over. It's, yeah, um, yeah, to, that's what I love. That's like, what I love about like vinyl. Just you, the whole experience. You have to respect the artist and the choice they made, the order of the songs. Yeah, sequencing skip. was huge on patterns. Like, yeah. if you listen to our record, like, I I thought for, like, I was going to say hours, but it was more days or weeks on, like, the sequencing of that record. It starts and flows from the beginning to the end, like, pretty, like, just seamlessly in a way that I think is perfect journey for someone uh, to sit down and listen to the whole record. I yes. always said, like, I That's what hate I think. the thought of someone listening to one or two songs on patterns. Like I want that record to be listened to from like start to finish, mm -hmm. you know, obviously that's not going to happen every time, but anyone out there who has listened to the record from start to finish, I think, yeah. you know, would get it. You know, it's there, there's a journey there. There's a story being told. There's a, it's all purposely sought out. I think it's important to think about that. Like realize like every artist is, is like putting so much mm -hmm. thought in, into this. So that's kind mm -hmm. of, um, not to go off on a side rant, but like the new way of like releasing singles, you know, in this digital world, yeah, it, it's, it, it's kind of disheartening in a way. Cause I, I love like records. I, I, you know, this is me being 35 years old, but <laughs> I love buying a record. Like listening from start to finish exactly. to an entire album, you know, even yeah. if it is digitally, still like listen to the the record. You know, I'll ask so many friends like, "Did you hear this record?" 
They're like, oh, I heard that, that the song, the single off of it. And it's like, listen to the record. <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah. fucking do it, you know? But, yeah. So I yeah. guess you'll have maybe another vinyl for the next album. Just asking. Oh, I, I fully intend on pressing <laughs> vinyl for the rest of my life for everything. Yeah. <laughs> because since I, you had I, one I, baby, it's not fair for the next one. Like, yeah. It's, it's exactly. I I never wanted an only. I don't want one kid. I wanna. I'm gonna have a raise a team of children. Or, we have a lot of love to share. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you. Uh, I absolutely wanted to talk about the new video for the single. Single, yeah, monsters. It's so perfect. I love it. It made thank me you, smile. It made me emotional because. The, I think your your band has a lot of emotions all the time. I'm always like, well, oh, right. it's all good. But yeah, yeah, yeah. mixed with the the video, can you describe a little to the listeners? I'm going to share the <laughs> link for sure, but just, yeah. you're some dogs and oh, it's so cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, so basically we got asked to do a video for the song. We put that song out on a split with uh, with our homies in American Thrills and Next Guards and Nightmares for a Week. And um, the labels kind of wanted every band to do a video for the oh. song. <laughs> I, don't, I don't particularly love doing videos, honestly. Like, they stress me out. I get it, <laughs> <So> yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, we could go two ways on this. One was like kind of pulling a card from the replacements, which is one of my favorite bands in the world. And it was like just doing an anti video, which basically I was thinking like, I'm just going to sit on a couch and smoke a cigarette. And like, that's going to be the video. Like, you know, like not going to do anything. The other was making the most ridiculous video <laughs> that we could make, you know? And so we opted for that one, obviously. Um, <laughs> um I think it's a great juxtaposition because like you said, my music is super emotional. Like I put 157% of me into every song I write. My entire heart is in everything. So the same thing with monsters, but you know, people are often surprised that I'm not this like just uh, catatonic wreck when they meet me because <laughs> of the lyrics, you know? <laughs> so I wanted to like give a taste of all of our personalities because everyone in this band is a big fucking doofus man like we're all just a bunch of goofballs so yeah i, I think this video, yeah we I really are so i think i think this this video um really helps bring that element to to our sad <laughs> uh audible element let's just bring some, just some comedy to the video element <laughs> yeah um so if if anyone has not seen the video Uh, we basically, uh, well, the premise is we smoke dog farts. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, it starts like this. You're like, let's smoke <laughs> dog dog farts. So I was like, they're gonna puke. It's gonna be disgusting. <laughs> I hate puke. Well, yeah. so, but no, I got. I was like, oh. Idea, when you told me the idea, I was like, why don't we just, you know, make it a little less weird and like have like a weed strain called dog fart? And he's like, nope. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Be dog fart. Like we're going weird with it. I was like. That is pretty fucking weird. Right. Yeah, it was yeah. like, what, could, what can we do that's the most ridiculous thing? And I just kept reading in the news. Um, watching this. Yes, yes, exactly. They're like, yeah, keep going, sorry. Uh, I just kept reading in the news about people, you know, with uh, trying like ivermectin, the horse medicine for COVID yeah. instead of getting the vaccine. And yeah. like, um, 
then I was thinking about like uh, a friend of mine who recently told me they smoked toad venom. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on in this world? Like, and then dog farts just came. I was like, well, what about dog farts? Like, what if people just smoke dog farts? Um, so that idea came to me and that was a tough one to bring to the band because it's like, Hey guys, I, here's the video idea I have for this, you know, pretty serious song, you know, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to smoke dog farts and we're going to become dogs and just have a, a great day as dogs. And, you yeah. Know, you are like scratching um, ears to each other. Yeah, making yeah. Face. It's like exactly. so cute. genuinely laughing and that's what i was looking for i was like i don't want none of that fake bullshit i want to see people like really enjoy this and it makes me laugh every time i watch it i've watched it so many times so i i'm really happy with it i I think it's great (laughs) 
Good well, move. Lucky when we do videos too, because it's like Tony always comes up with like a, a great premise, and then we'll like throw some revisions that he doesn't hardly ever do. Um, but all the best shots, and like so many of them, are just by happenstance. Like, yeah, the fact that like the mailman was there, mm-hmm. the cat on the billboard, the ice cream man, like that's all stuff we had no idea was gonna. Oh, and Marie, when you're uh, when you're helping Marie, oh yeah, again, like she just so happened to be there. You know, it's only I've seen her in a while, and it was uh, everything just worked out like as it should. It's really great, and I think our videos, even our other ones, they're a lot of fun, uh, and they always come out really well. No, they come out well for the fact that I think most bands maybe write out like a plan for the day and we just kind of <laughs> never do that. Like, all of our videos are kind of like, yeah, we're going to get together <laughs> at 10 a.m. and just start figuring yeah. shit out. And um, I don't know. Yeah, that's what we do. And I, I'm really thankful also. I, I keep giving shout outs radically here, but um, shout out to my best friend, Adam Martin, who does all our videos. Yeah, good job. Um, he does a great job and yeah. uh, love that guy. Uh, listeners, can, I, I'm going to put the link on the show notes so people can can watch it. It's just so awesome. It makes Thank people so happy. And I, before we go, I, I want to talk to you because you're going on tour soon in Germany. Yeah. That's great. Why, that's been why Germany? <laughs> why Germany? And yeah. where exactly? Ich spreche Deutsch. No, nicht. <laughs> yeah. nicht Deutsch. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we got uh, approached by um, Stefan, who uh, runs Booze Cruise Festival in mm. Germany. Um, this was so many months ago. This was like back, like maybe a few weeks after Patterns came out. He hit me up and he was like, I love this record. Um, You know, I, I I want you guys to play Booze Cruise, mm-hmm. you know, and, and COVID was happening. So Booze Cruise was a uh, live stream at, at that mm-hmm. time. So we did a live stream for them. And then he was like, would you have any interest in coming out and touring Europe? Like when the, when the world is less fucked. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, absolutely. That would be a dream come true, you know? Yeah. Um, and so he, he ended up, setting up this whole Euro run. There was originally like uh, eight or nine different countries on the tour. And um, we fully expected COVID to kind of been taken care of or at least enough to go on the tour, you know? Still uncertain Um, sometimes in Europe these days, but like... Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. And it's still going. I mean, I got an email two days ago from Stefan and he was like, Yeah, Germany's doing really bad. Yeah. Uh, the tour might be canceled. And I'm like, oh, oh no. Oh. Like, it's like, you know, it's in two weeks from now. It's in like, two weeks. Yeah, it's really soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, so we'll soon. And we're all like fully prepared. You know, we like bought all the shit we needed for like yeah. the American adapters, the German <laughs> adapters. Oh, yeah, like, I forgot about that. Like, you need this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, exactly. And like, we've just been like, It's just so excited to go on the tour. And so that email was, was tough, a tough one to read mm. and process. But um, right now I got, a, I got a follow up today. It looks like it's happening. Yes. Um, so yeah, it started as eight or nine countries and then mm. it got dwindled down to just a German run because Stefan, mm. uh, you know, he was like, I can't figure out all these COVID restrictions in all these other countries, you know, oh. which, 
I completely understand that that guy. I don't know how he has enough time in the day to do all that he does because he does so much. He organizes tours for a lot of bands. He organizes all booze crews. He owns a record store. He, you know, that that guy's got his hands full. It's it's hard enough for me to just get out of bed every morning. So I don't know how he does this. But I was like, look, but it's fine. We are more than happy to just Mm -hmm. come and do Germany. Like this is still a dream come true to like play in another country that's something i never thought would happen um so yeah it's a a 10 day no breaks just 10 shows in a row which Mm. i've never done before in my life so i'm really uh we're gonna see how that goes um yeah 10 10 german show run (laughs) (laughs) the the booze are starting to kick in and you're gonna play (laughs) you're gonna play with great artists and bands on the this festival are uh, like a band yeah! that I love so much and I, f- I see the fit with you it's Kalimazi Kalimazi we love those guys you, uh, we are so excited you fit to see so yeah. much together it's crazy and I have a story about Kalimazi I <laughs> once I was I was at the Puzza Fest and some people were like you have to come with us to see Kalimazi. And I was like, I don't know this band and I just want to nap. I'm just like, maybe I was PM <laughs> drunk or something. Maybe. I don't remember. Yeah, why. I but I was like, I'm going to, and I, I'm a very social person, but when I'm two or three days in a festival, I, at some point I need to be alone and nap. <laughs> That's, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I think I was, and when they got, we met after, They were like, I can't believe you didn't come here with us. It was the best show of the fest. It's so good. And then I started to listen to this band. I was like, fuck, I missed that uh, by my fault because no. I wanted to nap. But I, then I went to the fest in Florida two, three years ago and oh, I great. saw them and I was great. like, yeah. And we hang out a little with the guys after. And I was like, okay, I catched up for... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mistake. You, you got the chance. Yeah, yeah so no, it's, they it's are good so you, good. You got, to, you got to see them. Yeah, they are. Inc- they're an incredible band. And, new um, album is amazing really too. To their new album. What'd you say? Is, the, their new album oh, yeah. is great, and it's it's wow, such a good yeah. fit with you. It's uh, this the same vibe, you know, not the same music, but I can see a similar energy, vibe, emotions. So. Yeah, I I agree. I, I hope to one day maybe um, do a little tour with those guys. I'm a, I, one thing I'm really excited about with this is just um, being able to make so many new new friends along the way. Like I think um, we'll get to meet so many bands that I love over there, playing booze crews yeah. and like Kalimasi, and uh, hopefully be able to build a connection and do some tours with those guys in the future because I really do love those. And speaking of um, Buds, I see you wearing a No Trigger shirt, <gasps> and um, I love that. Yeah, those guys are so great. Um, yeah. we, we've been talking. We've talked a few times on Instagram. We're both mutual fans of each other's bands, and oh. um, hopefully, we're we, we've talked about getting a tour together with them. Yeah, um, in the when when shit gets a little more <laughs> normal, uh, I can't believe we're still. <laughs> yeah, wow. exactly, exactly, but. Hopefully, hopefully you're going to be playing with those guys at some point. Yeah, they're amazing. They're still, they're awesome. Yeah, they will. Yeah. Um, I want to say to you, like, thank you for what you're doing um, for the scene. And like, 
I am genuinely a fan of yours. Like, I'll, I spend a lot of my time in a shit, sad mood. And then, like, I'll just, like, press oh. play on your podcast. And it's like, eh, punk <laughs> Like, you just have, like, you radiate this positive energy. Oh, thank and, you. And, um... It's it's infectious. It's 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 fucking great. Like, uh, how can you be in a bad mood listening to you? Like, but you, you know, know so passionate. <laughs> Sometimes I feel it can be annoying for people who are not in in an energetic energetic mood to hear like, hey, <laughs> because or, some people uh, could say, like, shut up, you're way too excited <laughs> for me," <laughs> but they can no, just press be- pause or. Stop it. <laughs> be, be, don't ever stop being you, you know? Like, that's the same thing. I'm like, I've been in my head this whole podcast because I don't shut up. Like, you get me talking and like, I just like talk, 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 talk. I love talk. this. So it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, fun. I definitely relate to that where I, I'll be like, I think people are like, well, this guy, please shut the fuck up. But um, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, who, it's who you are, it's who I am. We yeah, thought, we, we like we're we're passionate people. So oh, but you yeah, know, no, I, I I love it. I think it's great. I think what you're doing you. is awesome. So. It took me a long time yeah. before having the courage to do it because of my English and because I didn't want to look like I don't know the bands. But sometimes it's true. I don't know. Like I interviewed Jesse Michaels from Operation Ivy, and I didn't know much about him, so I had to right put my ego aside and uh, like, look, I do this, but just because I want to learn. So, yeah. 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 So, I think that's, in, I think that's important. If we can all learn to just like tell our egos to shut up <laughs> and just like, just all be open and willing to learn. Um, I think that, that, that would be great. Um, You're so nice but, uh, to tell me that. That's nice. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean it, man. I really do. I listen to your, your podcast. I listen to your radio show all the time. I, I'm just like, oh, this is, this is great. You know, do you like, do some requests cool. in my, the Facebook Live? I, ne- I never have. Um, ah, okay. I'm more of a uh, just a, a, a watcher. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm one of those lurkers. Maybe th- maybe this Sunday I'll throw something in there. Yeah, I please feel, do it. You have no idea how in my head I am about everything. I feel like I'll like I've I've definitely typed out like a request, but then I'm like, oh, nobody's gonna want to hear this, and I'll like just like back slap it. You know, like I yeah, I, I'm I'm very self critical. No. So, uh, Maybe I'll get the guts next Sunday to uh, throw in a request. Last question, because you're talking about being in your head and talking, but we sure. we didn't talk about your lyrics. Can you give me a few words about your favorite topics and how do you ex- exteriorize? Is it a word? Ex- yeah, yeah, yeah. Exteriorize um, your, what's in your head, <laughs> like you said. Gosh, my English is hard um, today. I, you're, you're, there's a very common theme amongst most of my lyrics and it, it focuses around my mental health mm-hmm. and, um, you know, anyone who knows anything about me or our, our band, I, I don't, I don't really hide any of the, that mm-hmm. stuff. Like I, I, this band is, you know, my music is where I let it all out. Mm. Um, you know, I am diagnosed major depressive disorder, bipolar disorder, uh, mm. I have super bad anxiety issues. I have every fucking issue. I fuck my parents, I guess, you know, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know how I ended up the way I did, but, um, yeah, fuck me. Here I am. So, mm. uh, I, I'm also just a really passionate human being and it, and it, 
it all accumulates into just a cacophony of uh, uh, sadness in my brain that needs mm. to come out somewhere. And it comes out in the music. And so I get a little self-conscious about the songs being, you know, I would say 80% of our songs are kind of just based around my uh, issues with depression and uh you know what i'm going yeah. through in that department um then you'll have the occasional song like five day bender which is just about fucking partying with your friend on a road trip yeah. we'll throw you know i i went through a um a bad breakup um mm-hmm. in 2019 or yeah 2019 and there's a few songs mm-hmm. on this upcoming on the upcoming record that'll be about that so um, but yeah, I just pulled most inspiration just from my me, my heart, my feelings. You know, I'm I'm not much of like a some some bands make up stories and they're awesome. I, I yeah. I'm not really that type of writer. I'm more like it's very literal. <laughs> Here's yeah. what I'm feeling. You know, I'm I gonna like tell that. you how I'm feeling, and this is it. You know, um, which I think it's been great like um i've had so many people reach out to us and just say like hey i really relate to this mm, lyric. Wow, that's... you know this this lyric it's and that's like i don't know i mean i write these songs primarily to get my feelings out for me and if they resonate with people that is the dream right like if i if i could help one person feel a little less alone i did something awesome um so yeah i think yeah that that, that's really it my lyrics come from a deep dark place inside my heart and um yeah Mm. (laughs) Yeah, and uh i don't know i'm gonna try i'm gonna try and write some more it seems like uh a fan favorite is five day bender and i'm like oh okay people like the the happy stuff and um i'm working on it uh i'm working on writing some more happy songs for y'all but at the end of the day like this project is is uh it's it's pretty much just like a diary you know like it's like uh, it's where i go to let it all out so some 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 guys play football and Mm -hmm. some some guys write songs just sit there and play guitar and write songs and no but i think it's great because (laughs) punk rockers are talking more about mental health and we are way more open about it, and it's it's interesting and important to been have a people. long time coming. Uh, just the whole the whole stigma around when I when I was growing up. Mm. I mean, I've been see, you know, the first time I self harmed, I was seven years old. Like I've been dealing with this my entire life, and um, you know, I remember seeing a therapist at 13 and you know having to be a secret my mom didn't want anybody to know yeah you know and it's like yeah i'm I'm just really grateful to see that mental health is a conversation Mm -hmm. that can be discussed like on this podcast right now you know because it's always something that has been just so frequent in my life it's just a normal part of my life so i've spent my life telling people like oh yeah i thought about Commit, committing suicide today and yeah. then like people don't know how to to respond to that you know they're just like uh 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 you know and it's like i don't know it's like i don't feel i don't feel weird talking about an apology because it's just a normal yeah. thing that 
been a normal thing for my entire life. Totally. Um, and I just think it's more normalized now than ever. And uh, I'm really uh, happy to see that. I think wow. it's, it's important that people are feel okay to express themselves because holding that shit in is not, is not good. You know, trying to suppress that is, is not okay. It's okay to feel these things, you know, you're not, you're not alone. None mm-hmm. of us are here alone. So, you know, if anyone out there is feeling bad, like fucking, Hey, reach out to us, a tired radio at gmail.com or slide yeah. in the DMs or, or whatever, you know, I'm not a licensed um, therapist by any means, but, um, No, you but know, you I, can I, offer. I know the struggle. So. <laughs> you definitely can offer great support and understand people. Yeah, and you for know sure. what? After the interview, uh, I'm gonna because my favorite song is "Send to the Hospital." Send to Hospital. Oh uh, yeah, that I one. Think, is, yeah, that one is. Yeah, <laughs> totally <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> and I think I'm gonna go listen to my vinyl and, and pay attention more to the lyrics. Oh right? my god, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> that, that would be really cool. <laughs> uh, I'm, and uh, I'm gonna write to you after and yeah, give you my... Please, please do.
Thank you so much, guys. It was a nice conversation. Is there anything I should be aware of, the, of the listeners should be aware of before we go? Like you're going to um, Germany, but German after tour. that, new album eventually. The new video. We're going to have some new music coming out soon. That's like one thing people kept messaging us about. It was like, hey, you guys releasing new music? Like right before we released Monsters. Sorry, I'm gonna burp. Um, right before we released Monsters, um, like a bunch of people reached out, like, are you guys ever gonna release any more music? And I was like, it's coming. Um, we have a split too, a vinyl split on Wiretap Records. True, a seven out. inch. Yeah, that, it's a seven has, inch, huh? Yeah, we have this picture disc seven inch. Picture it's awesome. I'm get uh we even we haven't gotten our copies yet. We're getting them Saturday. So I wish I could show it to you right now, yeah. but it is really cool. Really cool picture disc. Um, I definitely check that out and stay tuned for the new music. And um, we're hoping to do as many tours as possible in 2022. So, um, you know, if anyone out there is in a band that they're trying to tour, like we're looking to to do it. So, you know, feel free to reach out. Um, yes. And also, if you have any uh, spare income that you can buy some merch with or buy the record, um that stuff really helps i totally. i didn't realize when you're getting into a band you're you're becoming a salesman as well yeah. <laughs> you're, you're basically running a, a a business and you know we we as a diy band fund everything you know we don't have a label to be paying for anything so like this record is costing us a fuck ton of money oh yeah you know i just ordered six hundred dollars in beanies so if someone could buy a beanie that would be awesome you know like sure. it costs a lot of money to be in a band so um yeah if, if anyone out there can afford to do so no pressure uh Good. either buy some merch or you know come see a show or i will put like all the links so the listener can find it easily Thank so, so much Thank you. That was an amazing conversation. It's it went so fast. Like I know. I can't I'm just like, what? How are we done? I, I wanna <laughs> just hang out for like the next couple of hours. <laughs> And now it's time for punk rock news with Emily Plamondon. Radicals have released a video for their song Freedom 45. And you can find this song on their EP called Freedom 45 that was released a little earlier this year. And I'm excited to hear the new album. I think it's another EP. The fine line between real and insane. And it's gonna be out on November 26th. So really, really, really soon. You absolutely need to listen to the new solo album from Jim Lindbergh of Pennywise. It's called Songs from the Hellcorn Trail. It's so hard to pronounce it in English. Songs from the Hellcorn Trail. Hellcorn Trail, Hellcorn Trail. <laughs> nice. Nice. You can also listen to the new album of the cover band Punk Rock Factory. It's called Seen This. It's great. You can find some covers of Avril Lavigne. Nickelback, <laughs> so many great bands you maybe forgot about. Listen to this. And I'm also trying to have them on the podcast because I really want to interview those guys. 
La Armada released a video for the new single Checkmate Humanity. Ooh, I love this title. So the track will be available on their upcoming album called Anti-Colonial Volume 2. It's going to be available on February 11th. Also, the band Silverstein released a new video for their new song, It's Over. Check this. Oh, another great news. The melodic hardcore band Wolfric from Edmonton, Canada released a new music video as well for their new song, Bashem. And I'm really looking forward to hear the new upcoming album, Clones, in February. Bob Villain from the UK will be releasing a new album next April. It's going to be called Bob Villain Presents The Price of Life. They also released a video for their new single, GDP. And they're doing a mix of punk and a little hip-hop, hard rock. But I think they have such a punk attitude, so I consider them punk. <laughs> It's a very awesome duet to, uh, to discover if you haven't yet. Don't forget to listen to the new Craig's Brother single. The title is All The Way. It's so energetic. I really like that. You can listen to this single on all great platforms. Yeah, guys, it was a great episode today. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Scott Alquist from Ten Foot Pole for the edit. Also, a huge thank you to Epic Merch Store for sponsoring the show. Thank you to Caroline Morin for her help with the visuals. If you want to support the show, it's so easy. You can subscribe to your platform so you won't miss an episode. You can share it to your social medias and talk about it to your friends. That's the most important thing to support the show. You can also rate five stars on iTunes and subscribe to my Patreon if you want to give me some money so I can improve the show and spend more time to research. In exchange, you will have a lot of exclusive content, like the Zoom interviews video with no edit. I'm so excited for the next episode because my guest will be my friend Ian. You may know him as the punk cellist. He's playing amazing punk rock cover with his cello. He's doing uh, collaborations with great artists. <laughs> so don't miss that. Until then, punk your life, guys, and see you next week. I love you so much.